This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Secretary of the U.S. Department of Agriculture will be in Alabama today. Tom Vilsack will visit Lowndes County regarding a new water infrastructure initiative that's taking place there. Congresswoman Terry Sewell plans to welcome Vilsack to the state. Also coming with him will be EPA Administrator Michael Reagan and White House Senior Advisor Mitch Landrieu. The USDA and its Secretary Vilsack is currently at the center of attention when it comes to Alabama's Attorney General Steve Marshall. This comes after Marshall joined a lawsuit with other states against the USDA for their latest policy on the school lunch program. The USDA has made any further funding of school lunch programs in schools across the nation contingent upon whether those schools engage in promoting transgender ideology as well as policies within schools that accommodate gender identity, such as allowing transgenders into the bathroom or locker room of their choice. The Alabama Department of Public Health announces a new approach on monitoring COVID-19 cases here in the state. The ADPH is changing the approach because they now believe that the tools and strategies necessary to deal with the COVID virus are in place and being adequately implemented. So the ADPH will no longer be taking an emergency response position in managing the virus outbreaks. The goals of the ADPH are now to empower people with information regarding the illness, maintain healthcare capacity to meet the need of future surges, continue their partnerships with local health departments, healthcare professionals, community and state leaders, and ensure that access is given to all people within the state. A Calera police officer has a brush with the deadly fentanyl drug during a vehicle search. The Calera Police Department posted on social media that one of their officers was exposed to the white powdery substance known as fentanyl during the car search and started to feel the symptoms of a drug reaction. The officer was immediately treated and is now doing fine. Touching fentanyl with unprotected skin can be deadly since it quickly absorbs through the skin and into the human blood system. Dr. Jordan Vaughn with Concerned Doctors of Alabama is responding to a recent article that was put out by 1819 News. That article involves an Alabama embalmer who says he's been extracting very strange blood clots in cases that he's never found before up until the COVID-19 virus emerged along with COVID-19 vaccines. Vaughn was talking to Phil Williams on Right Side Radio and says that the spike proteins are to blame for this unusual clotting, and it's prevalent in both the virus and the vaccine. The spike protein, which is present in the disease as much as it is uh, part of the mRNA vaccine, that is, uh, your body's given the instructions to make this protein, a foreign protein, that protein by itself when dropped into platelet-poor plasma, which is a fancy word for saying your blood spun down and it's just your kind of liquid part, not your red blood cells. Um, Fibrin, uh, when you drop the spike, S1 subunit of the spike protein into that, you get deposition and uh, cross-linking of fibrin. And you don't even need thrombin. And thrombin meaning it's usually one of the prerequisites to actually have this same kind of linking happen in the blood. the spike protein, especially in people with underlying issues with clotting, uh, causes uh, untoward damage. It is, uh, and that is really what is being, dis- you know, is destructive. You can read more about that story at 1819news.com. Rock the South Music Festival will get underway this coming weekend in Coleman 
As a result, there will be road closures starting ahead of the event as early as Thursday in some areas. The intersection of County Road 469 and County Road 436 is one of those critical spots where restrictions to drivers will be in place from Thursday to Sunday. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, will she or won't she visit Taiwan? That is the question that is creating very tense relations right now between the U.S., China, and Taiwan. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi arrived in the southeast region just a day ago and has already made a visit to Singapore. There is every indication that Pelosi will go to Taiwan at some point during her visit. She did not list it on her itinerary, but she also didn't rule it out. Media in Taiwan are now saying that Pelosi will visit. Reuters News is even reporting that Pelosi will meet with human rights activists in Taiwan who are opposed to the One China policy, and they're saying that could happen as early as this Wednesday. The communist Chinese government is now launching massive military exercises in the area, And they've also released their military promo videos on social media in order to dissuade Pelosi and the U.S. from going through with a visit to that island that they claim is theirs. China made pretty pointed threats in the days leading up to Pelosi's trip, saying they would never sit idly by if their sovereignty over Taiwan was perceived to be challenged by Pelosi visiting there. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby said on Monday that Congress can act upon its own accord in such regards and that Pelosi is not being told what to do by the president. From the time she informed us that she was going to go overseas, we put the gears in motion like we always do. And that is to provide military transportation. Nothing new about that. Provide her team with information, context. You've heard me, you've heard Kareem talk about that. Nothing new about that. I mean, uh, it's not that we're not involved, but we don't make the decision for the speaker. She makes her own decisions. We give her advice and counsel in context. She makes her own decisions. And the president, uh, having long served in the Senate himself, he understands and respects uh, the institutional prerogatives of, of members of Congress. Last week, Biden held extensive phone calls with Chinese President Xi Jinping in which Biden assured the Chinese president that a visit from Pelosi to Taiwan is not indicative of a change in the U.S. neutral stance in regards to Taiwan. The communist leader, Xi Jinping, responded to Biden saying that those who play with fire will perish by it. Torrential rain and flash flooding in the state of Kentucky has now claimed 35 lives. Hundreds of homes and vehicles have been damaged as well after rivers and creeks have breached their banks. Searches continue for those who have been declared missing. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir said on Monday that the numbers will only get higher as rescue and recovery efforts are still underway. A joint committee within the U.S. Senate conducted a study of the proposed legislation coming from Chuck Schumer and Joe Manchin. The two agreed to that legislation recently in secret. The study of the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 says that it will raise taxes in every income bracket. The bill that was proposed by Manchin and Schumer involves a 15% corporate income tax increase that is written in that legislation. The Senate study says the cost of such an increase will be passed on to workers and their wages, as well as shareholders, and will essentially be an indirect tax increase. The study also says that Americans making less than $200,000 a year will see their taxes go up by $16 billion in the next decade. Manchin defends the bill, saying there's no language in there that directly increases the tax rate for anyone making under $400,000 a year. 
Republicans who are touting the study say the indirect effect on wages, the stock market, and the tax burden on large companies will achieve the same effect of a direct tax rate increase on individual Americans. A recent study done by Harvard University is in regards to the January 6, 2021 Capitol rally and subsequent riots. The study found that the vast majority of those who arrived in Washington, D.C. for that rally were doing so to show their support for President Donald Trump rather than instigate an insurrection as is being claimed by Democrats in Congress who are conducting January 6th investigations and hearings. The Shorenstein Center of Researchers at Harvard conducted the most comprehensive study to date on that event and what motivated those who came to D.C. They found that 20% of those who engaged in riots and violence did so out of support for Trump. Another 20% did so because they felt the presidential election results were rigged. The conclusion of that study is that those involved in the violence did so out of fear of societal breakdown and threats to the nation's election integrity, rather than a subversive plan to actually stage a coup within the U.S. government. And speaking of the January 6th Select Committee, Republican Liz Cheney is heading up that effort. Cheney also voted to impeach Donald Trump whenever it was possible. Cheney is in a tight primary race to get reelected for that seat this November. So CNN went to Wyoming recently to talk to voters who have Cheney as their congressional representative. Here's how the voters feel about Cheney. Are you planning to vote for Liz Cheney? Can I cuss? Hell no. Absolutely not. What are your thoughts about Liz Cheney running for a fourth term? Um, personally, I think she's had four, three too many. She's done us dirty. How so? Oh, God. Look at how she's done Trump. I'm a, I'm a Trump fan. I'm sorry. So she lost your vote because of her role on the January 6th committee and what she's yes. doing about Trump? Yes. She's supposed to be supporting him. She's a Republican, for crying out loud. I find her work on the January 6th committee just repulsive. How do you feel about her work on the January 6th committee and her role? It's all a hoax. It's all propaganda. has nothing to do with anything. It's a witch hunt. Well, she says she's defending what's important to people here in Wyoming, uh, upholding the rule of law, defending the Constitution. If that was the rule of law, why doesn't he have a defense team in that courtroom? That ain't the rule of law. That's a kangaroo court. That's not the Wyoming way. She has been an embarrassment. It's a witch hunt. Are you proud of her for taking on Donald Trump? No. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out the 1819 News podcast with Brian Dawson as he talks to Bishop Lowe, who grew up in Birmingham during the civil rights era. I'm not a proud Democrat. I'm not a proud Republican. I am a child of God. That's all that matters. And these promises that are made by the political parties are basically empty. There is no God party at all. But you see the Christians gravitating to the Republican Party because they welcome them in. But then when they get in, you still get the established the establishment Republicans that push them back off to the side. Yeah. But see, that's where the church has got to rise up. Amen. That's where we've got to stand for what the truth is. We have to be influencing the government. We have to be involved with the government. because We can't sit back off the side and say, let the politics be over there. If, if we don't get involved, then who's going to stand for what God stands for? Man, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, it's a saying called, it's not weather, but which. And what that means is, it's not whether a God is going to be the one that creates your laws and your policy. Mm-hmm. It's which God. 
right? So right now we've got the spirit of the age and, and the mm-hmm. God of, of moral relativism and this, this weird secular humanism God. And though that is who's shaping our laws and our policy right now. And it, it comes with its own, you know, church discipline and, you know, uh, sacraments and everything in, in its religion, as far as you would look at abortion and all these other things that are, that are sacrosanct inside this religion that the secular humanism and that is the God that's being worshiped in our society. And we're, you know, not me and you, but as a society bowing down to this God and saying, you know, you're our God, here's your laws. We want to live according to your law, secular humanist God, rather than bowing the knee to the God that you, like you said, when this nation was founded, oh, our, right. our knee was, was bowed to Christ as King. That's right. right. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 